We are doing the thing. Oh yeah. shit, we're doing the thing. <laughs> nice. Proud of us for doing the thing. Guys, guys, we do this thing. It's a thing that we do and no one else does it. I don't think anyone else has ever done it and we're doing it. That's true. We're the ones who do the thing. I don't think there's another podcast in existence. Wait, what's that word you use? Pop podcast i don't know what that yeah. is Pod- so i i was Pod- i i made a portmanteau of pocket cast like you're casting the sound of someone's voice into your ears oh. where does the d come from um, that comes Apple. from all of us baby <laughs> <laughs> the d is inside of us all i'm Hell so sorry yeah. <laughs> uh well yeah whatever that was wow guys we're here it's the it's the finale but of first, our movie musical bracket. Yeah, we've got to introduce ourselves, Alex. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, now you ruined that. You spoiled it. You spoiled who one of us. <laughs> you spoiled is. it, Matt. You spoiled my name. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'll be introducing spoiler. everyone. We haven't even today. done the spoiler warning yet. <laughs> oh no! There's a troll in the bathroom. <laughs> um, hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast. Uh, this is episode 25, the finale of our movie musical bracket. I'm Matthew. He's Alex. Shoot, I thought you were going to introduce me. I was drinking coffee. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, Jake. <laughs> here's the thing. Man, here's I'm loving thing. this energy, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jake. That's me. If you didn't recognize this sultry voice, it's Jake. Congrats. You guessed it right or you guessed it wrong and you're still a good person. Off the off 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 the record. Is that is that the the, the right way or the wrong way, Jake? It's the it should be the right way. It has the um yeah. Wait, now I'm confused. This is the this is the correct way. Well that's stupid. All right, I'm Jake and I have my microphone backwards for the beginning of this. <laughs> I hate doing this podcast strictly <laughs> because of this audio. Fuck it, we'll do it live. We're doing it live. Just like Les Mis. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. Um, they, so they did they did do that thing. So coming at you this episode, we've got uh Les Mis versus the Road to El Dorado, a movie musical finale that nobody, quite frankly, nobody uh would have predicted. My body feels so no, weird I, about it. If anyone has started betting on this podcast, um, surely everyone lost all of their money because this <laughs> is this is what no one would have uh, expected to happen. And if you did bet on one of these two, I hope your bookie gave you really good odds, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Oh, guys. I mean, hey, we're going to be spoiling these movies. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, That's true. And we're going to be spoiling just things, I guess. Like, we, we've noticed <laughs> that we just spoil things in life. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't like things being spoiled for you, uh, keep listening. Maybe we can change your mind about that. Uh, nice. Yeah. Should we make? Yeah. Should we make spoiler warning merch? Is that our? Is that our thing? <laughs> is, is that, that our thing? thing? <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, maybe. Hell yeah. Maybe we'll look into designs off the record. We don't want someone stealing our idea and selling them on Redbubble. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, just yeah. So honorable mentions. We got a ton of them from the audience. Yeah. <laughs> People like movie musicals, and I think they're mad at the ones that we picked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't. I really don't know if it's because they really like the theme or if they're just really upset about what's transpired Which, here. honestly, they got baited. You got baited, <laughs> audience, to interacting with our podcast. Get destroyed. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is that the reason why we all picked what we did? Is that it? Uh 
No, I like my movies. So do I. So do I. <laughs> uh, even though none of mine advanced past the first round. Um, hey, I've been or, there, dude. Or, I get it. Or last bracket. None of them advanced past the first round. <laughs> oh, no. We've switched. Oh, no. We've switched. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the dirt. Maybe you have a bigger odds in the next bracket. Was that a yeah. hint? Will you find out what our next bracket odds. is at the end of this episode? Stay tuned. Gang. We're picking odd movies. We're picking the first or third or the fifth or the seventh <laughs> movies or with the an ninth. odd number runtime. Odd number runtime. We've officially run out of ideas. <laughs> we blew it quick, guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we spoil things. We told them. We told Jumping in with an honorable mention. This is one we talked about during the bracket and one we got a bunch of times from the audience. Um, a movie that I never knew slapped until I watched it uh, two weeks into our bracket. But The Prince of Egypt is really good. Oh, yeah, wow. Dude. I'm, it has Voldemort I was really singing. Impressed. Voldemort sings in that movie. Yeah, it's really, really good. And that's wild. I am a starling prince of Egypt. Uh, it's just it's a really good movie. Yeah, I have. So. I have been listening to movie musical songs on Spotify since we started this bracket as research. <laughs> I just did air quotes. Um, it is immeasurably uh, ruined my Spotify recommendations. I now get like the Percy Jackson musical soundtrack as a Hell recommendation. Yeah. Yikes. Hell um, yeah. I have no comments on that. I haven't listened to it all. Wait. <laughs> Um, wait but, so <laughs> you did the research when we started the bracket not before when we picked the movies yes um <laughs> anyway but the prince of egypt uh just go listen to plagues it's uh they literally the such an amazing song um or deliver us is also really good it's it's great music it's You're really good with the big boys now um, that's a great villain song animated masterpiece just like something else Someone else have another honorable uh, mention? <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, got dude. another animated one. Oh, you go. Well, I was going to also say another animated one, so you go for it, and we're going to see if it's the same one. Let's. Yeah, okay. Three, two, two one. one. Anastasia. Oh. Different ones. They're different ones. Different Mine is strokes. about the ocean, and yours is about being cold. Yeah. Yep. Yours is about Lin-Manuel Miranda, and mine is about... <laughs> Russia. Russia. Which they're kind of one of the same if you really think about it. I think so. Huh. Um, yeah, Moana's really good. You guys probably know what it is. Uh, so we can move yeah. on. <laughs> Whoa. If you guys haven't seen Anastasia, though, I mean, that's a pretty beautiful little movie that fell kind of under the cracks because uh, it was like in that weird Fox space where like Fox was making mm -hmm. kind of Disney princess stuff, but like they weren't Disney yet. So they were like, we don't give a shit about it. And um, a little name you might be familiar with, Don Bluth. Yeah. Did Anastasia. Wow, Don Bluth. Don Bluth. <laughs> Dan Bluff. Don Bluth. Yeah. <laughs> Dom Toretto. Um, I watched Anastasia, half of Anastasia in one of my social studies classes in middle school uh, and never finished huh. it. But the part that I saw was good. It has it has one of like the best villain songs because it's just little little bugs in a spiral going like ooh ah ooh and then Christopher Lloyd who is you know Doc from Back to the Future is the villain and he has so much nice. fun it's it's just a really fun movie and it has a really yeah it's it's a beautiful little thing I mean 
it tells a very dark story. And if you know the real story, it's like, oh, God. But, you know. Yeah, they're all dead. Yeah, they're all dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real life. I'm spoiling real life. Hey, spoiling real life. Uh, You talking about little bugs singing makes me think of Bugs Life. And it wasn't on my honorable mentions list. Is it a musical? I know that the small world is in it. But are there other songs? (laughs) I don't small, know, man. Isn't Small World in it? I don't you know. Is that making musicals? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that movie um, in years. It's been such a long time. But bugs are cool. That was one of the movies that when uh, they were doing like blooper outtakes, uh, uh, yeah. like animated bloopers that are just so funny. Um, that's fun. That's good. All I know is your next honorable mention. What is it? Yeah, my next honorable mention is literally the only thing I know. So my next honorable mention, I don't know. I've not seen this in a very long time, but it's something I I watched a lot as a kid. Uh, But the sound of music. Oh, yeah. Someone, Um, uh, one of our uh, audience members also pitched that. They they were talking about how like we didn't pitch any of that old and like, I don't know if it's the golden age of the musicals or whatever, but like that era of time musical yeah we didn't yeah. do like singing in the rain we didn't do yeah. like any of those classic ones mm-hmm. a fun note about yeah. the sound yeah. of music sound of music is nazi propaganda is yes. it um i felt like nazis are <laughs> nah, bad it's 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 nazi nazi propaganda uh, my okay. mom and uh <laughs> fiance love the sound of music and i absolutely hate it i think it's boring as hell and it goes on such a long time that's fair but a different movie with the same actress mary poppins i love mary poppins mm. oh yeah the lin-manuel miranda one. What? Oh god no no emily blunt and lin-manuel miranda huh yeah uh i, I think you just like lin-manuel miranda well no i meant the dick van dyke i saw one, it but uh how was it it was okay uh dick van Dick Van Dyke, who I once <laughs> mistook for uh, Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are very different yeah. people. He could have done it. He could have done it. I feel like I'd be has the remiss range. if I didn't say honorable mentions for like any of the Muppet movies, especially the Muppets 2011. It had the best movie. It literally won an Oscar. That was on my list. I just didn't. I didn't do any of them. Uh, I don't know why it didn't. Too close to the heart. Too, it, yeah, it was too close to the heart. Jake, if you had put the Muppets in, if you had put the Muppets, the 2012 one, I guarantee I would have pushed that to the final. It would be here. Yeah, no, I know. And I realize that now because it's, it's genuinely such a great movie. Um, Yeah, but oh, well, anyone else got some speedy before we talk about our audience picks? I got plenty. The the just category I'll throw out are like the the golden age Disney movies are all movie musicals. Yeah. They're all very competently made. They all got that music that just seeps into your brain. Um, there's yeah. just so many of them. Yeah, I almost picked like <laughs> Hercules Aww, princess and the frog love Hercules. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. Great. Stuff. So many of them. So, mm-hmm. so they're all very good. But we could do like a Disney movie musical bracket, you know, that's yeah. specific. Yeah. We don't want to give the mouse too much credit. Do no. we? That's why we put a DreamWorks movie in the finale. <laughs> we could just do like Disney Pixar in general. That way we can do stuff like oh, that could be really fun. Get you, the this dirty is our process ma- for picking dirty mouse <laughs> for picking brackets, dirty mouse. Guys. This is this yeah. is what it looks like. Uh, a peek behind the Hell curtain. Yeah. I'll just throw out a bunch uh, that I love that could have been in here. Um, Rocket Man was great. Some of our audience members said that one too. Bohemian Rhapsody, School of Rock. 
uh, with, that Jake brought up a while ago. Mm. Um, Little Shop of Horrors, I love. Uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Bob Bob. The Wiz. The Wiz. Cheese Wiz. There's some good ones. Cheese Wiz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at our brains, guys. Our brains in real time. You guys get to experience Might that. Might be the funniest uh, comedians well, ever born. Cheese <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's ever done that. I don't think anyone's ever done comedy before. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about some some of our audiences. I'll, I'll um, bring them out here. Another classic one, West Side Story, was one that yeah. we just didn't do. I'm excited for the new one. We'll see what happens with it. Mm-hmm. I think Chicago was was yeah, an obvious miss as well. That's a great that, that one. Is, that is one that was on my honorable mention list and very much agree with the audience that it was maybe a, a bit missed, yeah. but I'd rather put in The Greatest Showman, which I'd never seen. <laughs> <You're> in, <laughs> we're all demons. We're all, we're all little, little demons. Yeah. Chicago was said multiple times. Hairspray was said multiple times. Uh, Sweeney Todd was said multiple times, which is pretty funny. Is it uh, to me? <laughs> Why is it funny to you? I think it's a good movie, but it's kind of like it's it's all right. It has some some parts where I'm like, what's happening? But maybe that's just because of the content. Oh, a great one. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That um, was such a fun. And like, that's up our alley, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, that know? literally didn't even cross my mind. That's, that's a, a big miss. miss. Don't worry, guys. Um, it will be it'll be in a bracket at some point. We're already talking about doing potentially another movie musical bracket at some point because we missed so many good ones. Uh, so you know, don't worry. Uh, there don't just worry are folks. so many good ones. So yeah. whatever. I agree. Uh, I agree. Burlesque, with that. burlesque, and like Dreamgirls. Those are like fantastic ones, fun ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, La La Land. Remember that snafu? I remember. <laughs> wow the 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 guy who knows about the Oscars remembers that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Again, no one has ever ever remembered the Oscars <laughs> except for me. The, the what? Uh, the huh? They were filled with first year. Someone also put the Hamilton thing, and I. I'm sorry. I think that's cheating, dude. <laughs> it's, it's more. I mean, it's a movie musical than it is movie. It's it like we could put it in. It goes it on your TV have... screen. So is the. Copy I'm gonna that film Jake myself singing in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I've, I've watched it on Pornhub first. Wow. Um. That was an actual fake audience. That isn't just a joke. Pornhub was streaming the Hamilton musical, and I watched that's it. That's so funny. Did you guys see the new In the Heights? Someone, someone did in the heights. No, no but I, I heard it was like it. beautiful. I heard it, it looked was good, really pretty to look at, and it was cool <laughs> for me because I used to live in Washington Heights, so like I knew so many of the like places oh. where they filmed things. Uh, yeah. It was pretty cool. Huh. It was pretty good. Nice. Uh, again, you really love Lin Manuel Miranda. You know, honestly, almost I do. Like he's I'm pretty a sucker talented. for Lin. I am. Hell Lin, yeah! Come on the show. Yeah, one that I want to call out, um, and I think. It's because it encapsulates kind of what we did for this bracket. 5,000 Fingers of Dr. T. That is a musical. That's a Dr. Seuss musical. That's like a fever dream. It's it's kind of awful and scary. And the person, I talked to the person, so I was like, oh my God, you just triggered this memory of me like watching this in elementary school or something. And she said, quote, I'm not saying it's good, but I am saying it might be the reason I am the way that I am. <laughs> and... <laughs> If we take a moment for all of us here, for all of us here, for at least one of our picks, you know, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it might be the reason I am the way that I am. Except I doubled down and said that mine is good. No, no, I also think, I think think that's a little different. Mine is good and it's the reason I'm the way that I am. (laughs) Again, same, but uh, if we really look inward. um, Yeah, okay, 
started with a fart joke and ended with a fart joke. I get it, guys. Right, okay, right. It's basically a Minions movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which make a lot of money in Japan. So, you know, we believe nice. in capitalism. I, I wonder guess. if Tenacious D made a lot of money in Japan. I I would want to say there's probably like a cult following of like Jack Black stands hardcore in Japan. Oh, I mean, I'm sure that Jack and Black if you're is listening great. in Japan, let us let us know if you're listening. Yeah, we 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 don't have any Japanese listeners according to our our data. Well, don't get technical. This is for like the future. D- I should say we don't have any listeners in Japan. Right. We don't have any yeah. Important I'm going to say now so we can plug it at the end of the podcast. Uh, if you share this movie uh, with someone you know who lives in Japan. Um. Yeah. <laughs> or share this podcast with yeah, someone I, you know who lives in Japan. Share this movie. <laughs> share just share, share tenacious as well as the movie. Five thousand figures of Doctor T and Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny, <laughs> and see what it's a what, hell of a double feature. <laughs> <laughs> um. Someone suggested Wayne's World. I don't know if that's a musical or not. What do well, you guys it has think? So? A lot of music in it, and they does sing. It? Yeah, it does. I I haven't seen it in a long time, so I genuinely it, it don't does. remember. I remember really liking it though as a kid. In my opinion, I feel like it's the same energy as El Dorado slash Blues Brothers. But, I mean, that's fine. Those are fighting words, Jake. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, here at the Tough Cut, we fight about movies, so... <laughs> wow, is that that tagline we used to use? Yeah. yeah. There are, like, other, like, mini ones, you know, like, Enchanted or, like, Inside oh, Lou and yeah. Davis, which is a fun pick. Mm. Um, any of those, like, biopic stuff, like, Get On Up, you know, that's fun. Mm. Um, but, Yeah. Guys, I mean, thank you for so much for engaging with us. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I again, it's either because you really, really love this theme, or uh, you really, really wanted other things. But either way, it's good <laughs> because we have potential to do another one, and we probably will because I guess we love musicals, guys. They're pretty, I think pretty we awesome. Do. I love musicals. We should write a musical. <gasps> I actually, yeah. when I was in middle school or high school, I guess high school, um, my friends and I did have a plan to write a musical and it was going to be pretty good, actually. But we never finished it. Meanwhile, when I, well, this was technically elementary school, um, I wrote a stage play um, titled <laughs> Bistro <laughs> about a boy named Bistro. Um, and there is a musical scene in it. Him and his adopted brother, uh, Kiko, um, sing Dancing Queen. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're amazing. And if you don't give us that script, I'm going to cry. I'll I, go to your house and rob you. I don't even think I, I don't know. I'd have to look. I don't know if I don't, I genuinely don't think I have it because it was probably saved on my school computers. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, myself amazing. and my friends wrote it and we put it on multiple iterations of it as we continued to improve and write more of the script. Wow. Matthew, uh, what if like, <laughs> what if like it, it, there is a version that was saved on the computers in high school and all of a sudden you see a movie trailer come out and it's, it's Bistro. <laughs> like, are you going to fight for the rights? Are you going to try to get that back? I, I think I have to. Um, and it would be the most heartbreaking uh, version of that where one of my friends I wrote it with is like an executive producer on it. Like they took our yeah. story and sold it to the big wigs. Yeah. D- uh, now streaming on Disney Plus, Disney Pixar's Bistro. <laughs> Bistro. <laughs> oh, it's going go to star one of us in it too. It's going to be like starring <laughs> Alex. <laughs> the ultimate betrayal. <laughs> uh, that would be really funny. Hey guys, um, guess what? Did we just write the plot of our movie musical? <gasps> there actually, there's a fantastic stage play called Death Trap. It's 
a stellar play. It's really good. You should read it. I if think you I've haven't. seen it. It rocks. Um, should we get into our comparison? Yes. Yeah, let's get into the finale. Again, thank you guys so much for your, your mentions. Woot woot for all of you. Woot woot toot toot. <laughs> so the finale of our movie musical bracket. On one side, <laughs> we have Les Mis conquering the Blues Brothers, passing by Mamma Mia. On the other, we have The Road to El Dorado in a great upset, defeating Rocky Horror, and then swinging it hard past the producers. They meet in the finals. A titan on the stage <laughs> versus um, a... A fun, quirky little movie musical. Yeah, okay. That works too. Nice. I'm going to come out. I'm going to come out swinging, guys, because I just, I really, I'm itching to get into it because I. Yeah. Yeah, get into it. So we've been talking about these movies for a couple weeks. (laughs) I, in preparation for this, rewatched Les Mis and I rewatched The Road to El Dorado. And I did the same. Jake. Yes. You really almost had me. Um, you had me for a bit. I was with you on Les Mis is like production's good. Um, some of the performances are good, but I realized that I hate Les Mis and it's not because the movie is bad. Right. It's because <laughs> I hate the ad Like I hate the, the, I hate the show Les Mis and like the movie couldn't fix that. These are strong words. I know they are, but and I'm going to I'm going to lay it out, out on the line. Cool. I think it's a bad adaptation of a book where the music is fine. Doesn't all the songs sound the same to me. Um, <laughs> my biggest okay. problem right. is that I think the characters <laughs> in the show are bad and poorly developed. Uh, Fantine uh, or mm. Fantine, whatever Anne Hathaway's character has the most beautiful best song in the whole show. And she's in the movie for 10 minutes. So it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I don't know about that. It's so empty. The characters, the characters don't develop. Uh, Cosette is like such a boring one dimensional character. Eddie Redmayne's character has some depth, but like it's he's rich fighting the revolution, does the revolution and it fails and then just goes back to being rich. and, And like he's the one character who gets everything like that's such bullshit. John Valjean is one note. Huh. Eponine is in the movie for kind of no reason. Like there are a bunch of characters who are poor and sad and die and they all do the same thing. Sounds like real life. My guy. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I I apologize. Jake's comment was really funny. For me, the only character with any real depth is Javert, but in the movie, he's played by Russell Crowe, and it's a joke, so you can't, like, take it seriously. Cool. I just, also, you keep saying Oscar winning, like, are we suddenly saying that, like, a movie winning the Oscars (laughs) makes it good? Only when it's it's convenient for my argument. You know, like, (laughs) I just, I'm so mad that this beat Mamma Mia. I, I would so like a rebuttal. You know, I, uh, two things. One, I'm noticing a theme. 
Alice goes back and watches a movie and then hates it its second time when it's in the final. <laughs> it happened with Fantastic Mr. Fox. It happened with another I hate, one. I didn't hate Fantastic well, you Mr. Said, Fox. What? If we if we play back the episode, you said you rewatched it and you said there are a lot of things that you didn't like upon your rewatch for a finale. I'm still incredibly neutral on these movies, or neutral as in I have no idea which way I'm voting. I love both of these movies. Uh, I do have issues, which I'm excited Ooh. to get into. That, that for me makes it really hard to like this character, but then at the same time, does that make him a better yeah. protagonist? Because he's so much like a real person. And this was the same conversation-ish, and then you went on a... But that's fine. We can... We, the second thing is, almost everything you said... I was going to say about my rewatch of The Road to El Dorado because genuinely so and, and but I wouldn't say the word hate. That's the difference. I I wouldn't say the word hate. Aww. I think it He's is so a supportive. good like fun movie. I just think that like again the characters are bland like they they are fun for fun's sake but they don't really have an arc. They have like a fun fun arc. Like I get I get they're like oh in your face like arc of like kid whatever i get that but oh what's her shell like again she she gets no real development i i still believe that the villains don't get any real development or anything like that and i just think that while i agree it's a movie musical i agree i'm not saying that i just don't like the characters real life sing only like two three times and it's elton john who's doing the most singing and I just feel like for a movie musical bracket, and I am guilty of this too. I pitched Mouse Hunt. I get it. But <laughs> in sticking to Probably like the, the theme, best movie musical, Mouse Hunt. Yeah, I pitched Mouse Hunt for this bracket. I just think for this theme, <laughs> I like the Rotel Dorado. I just think it it would be wild if it won. Because I just don't think it is that strong of a movie musical. My issue, though, is that I think Les Mis is a bad musical. I don't think that this is like a horrible movie. I think that Les Mis is a horrible musical. And so when you adapt it to a movie, like, I don't think it's it's better because it's a movie, you know? Like, it is a musical, but I don't think it's a good one. Like, I get what you're saying about Shell. Like, yeah, she falls off at the end. But there are, like, five big female characters in Les Mis, and they're all one note, and they all die, and they're all unimportant. You know? Like, Cosette only exists to give Jean Valjean something to do and to give Eddie Redmayne something to do. Like, it's just bad. (laughs) Like, I think Fantine's character has like I dreamed a dream the like most iconic probably most famous song in Les Mis right mm-hmm. one of them at least that is poor adaptation of the novel because like I haven't read the book but if like her <laughs> character no but like if her character is exists the same way it exists in the show and like her job is to set up like Jean Valjean gets a baby and like wants to like renew his life if that's her whole job why did they give her that song? Why not give Cosette an arc? Like, it's just, it's I think such it's a, the most powerful, like, it just feels so empty. It's a powerful way to like send off. And it's like, a I don't know about empty. Like, like you're saying, it's the most powerful song. Right. And then you're saying it feels empty. It, I just it is the most powerful, biggest song, but her character is not a big, powerful character. Like it's so small and empty. like, but she carries through throughout. I feel like you can like you don't have to have a lot of screen time to have a lot of impact in a film. 
I think the fact that she still resonates with all the characters, every like thing of her decision and like her action and her final moments resonates with every almost every single character how? throughout the movie. I, how does well, it resonate with, with anyone except with for Valjean? Valjean and Cosette and like I, Cosette I just, doesn't know her. He she like she had never met her mother. I said like they don't like know like they don't know her, but like the, it's theming like if your music or whatever like the theme of like her I dreamed a dream like it's encapsulating the theme of okay the so, movie. It's not like her her, but it's like. It's the story of it, and it's the audience's participation. Yeah. So I feel like I've aged out of the points I wanted to make. Sorry. Um, (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) One of the pieces I wanted to directly respond to, and what you said, Alex, that so many of the songs feel very the same. I think a lot of that's intentional. They reuse a ton of the same motifs again and again and again to be used by different characters. Like the, the primary motifs of Valjean and Javert, they switch between using them. Like the, these like, I think that that parts of those are intentional. Yeah. I don't know what message they're trying to say by switching the motifs between the two of them. Um, well, they're mirrors. They're, they're like foils to each other. You know, I guess that's true. That's they, yeah. they are foils and they interact like the confrontation like proves that like they're them existing with each other is a very like back and forth, like moral physical battle. Mm-hmm. But sorry, continue. Yeah. Yeah, so like I think that that piece is intentional. Then on the other side, I I do think I agree a little bit that it feels really frustrating that Eddie Redmayne's character, who's like this rich kid who they almost call like a poser to the revolution, is the only one that survives. Like everyone else gets shot dead. And the reason he lives is because Jean Valjean is like, well, my daughter wants to uh, jump his bones. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm going to save his life where everyone else just gets obliterated like that sucks but also that i don't i don't know if like that's called lay miss for a reason yeah yeah, like feels bad but i don't know if i see that as like being a bad point of the story so it's not it's not just that he's like the rich kid is the one guy who survives it's that it's the rich kid survives and then gets the girl and goes back to being rich like it's that he it's like that's how his story ends you know but I feel like that's a commentary on like real life. Like I hate to say it, but, but that's how shit works but, out. But then the movie is like, oh, he's the hero. Like that's not. It, it just feels bad, right? I can't be crazy for thinking this, which I think is. I, I do. I agree with both of you. It feels bad for sure. It's part of the point, and it illuminates your feeling that, like what you said in the finals of Les Mis vs. Mamma Mia, that you you want a, mu- a musical to kind of be like a happy, like fun experience. But I feel yeah. like Eddie Redmayne's character at the end of this movie, they're trying to be like, life goes on. It's a celebration. They're getting married. Like they're, tr- <laughs> they want, they don't want the audience to think, Oh, this is a commentary on the rich. They want the audience to be like, see, some people are happy. Like that's what they really? want people to take away. Yeah. They For show all character? the dead people singing together. But and like, that's not like the way that like the last song is it's phrased as like, we won life like life gets to go on is the way that the last song reads to me because this character lives and gets a happy yeah, life. I don't know if I get the whole we won, but on, on like kind of a note comparing the two movies, like the road to Colorado with the songs, I just don't feel like have that much of like a, a thematic, like emotional theming and like everything. Like it just, it feels there are songs in it. I, I like some of them. They're fun, but it doesn't feel like it's like telling a story hardcore. If that you, I don't think you 
need the music like in Rotel or Dorado. I think it's great that it's there. I think the soundtrack's there. If none of them sang and it was just Elton John's soundtrack, I still think it would be the same movie and a good movie. But it would be a good movie. I think if Les Mis didn't have the music, it would be bad. Like it would be, it, no one would care about it. Right? It's a movie it's a musical book. though. That's what I'm saying. Right. But like yeah. it, Les Mis yeah, so needs I, the, the music because the rest of it is bad and the music is pretty, but it's already a book. Like it doesn't need it to be a story. It's just a bad story. Uh, Matthew, what was, what was your point? Sorry, we keep um, talking over you. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. You guys are very passionate, heated. It's the back and forth trying to pull me one way or the other. And Matt, you talked so much the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. So the, the, the piece I wanted to throw out, there are two different things. One, I think I agree a little bit with Alex's basic premise that you can pull the music out of the Rotel Dorado and it's still like a good movie. You can turn there. Like, I think that most of the songs have a musical number, like they're all musical numbers. They just don't happen to be occurring diegetically in the world. They're non-diegetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're still musical numbers to me. I think you could pull out the musical numbers and the music and the, the core story is still interesting. I obviously think the music improves it makes it better. Um, I love It's Tough to Be a God. That is, <laughs> I'm no stranger to that piece. And then I also agree a little bit with Alex's piece on Les Mis that like, I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm not totally sure I understand the point you're trying to get to and saying you could pull the music out when you could literally pull the music from Les Mis, you know? So like, what what is the what is the heart of what you're trying to get out with that comment, Jake? Yeah, I just feel like the Rotel Dorado's music isn't like something that makes it stand out for what it is. I think it's the the characters of Tulio and think Miguel. The and music's like the, more central to Les Mis's experience than it is yeah, the Rotel and Dorado's. If, and if we're doing like a best movie musical, I feel like if it's centralizing music and like that's part of what we're talking about in this bracket. I'm not saying the Rotel Dorado couldn't win another bracket. I'm saying for in this bracket. <laughs> I just feel like it's a disservice to pick a movie that doesn't like its music doesn't add like it it isn't central to its. But if we're only judging it on the music, then we might as well just name this the best concert bracket. You know, like a movie musical is more than just the music, music, but it's a big part of it. It has to be a big part of it. I think so. But that's the thing. But I also really love the music in the road to El Dorado and like think that it's very beautiful and woven throughout and it gives a sense of adventure in some points and a sense of melancholy. Like, I think you don't necessarily give the music in the road to El Dorado the credit that I think it deserves. Look, I did the rewatch and I just think it's Elton John singing. And <laughs> Which it's, it's I think great, is great. It's, like, it's, it's good music. I don't think it has to be the characters singing for it to have meaning in the context of the story. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, to me, they're still musical numbers. Yeah, I'm not saying they aren't. I just feel like for, for may, maybe... I don't know. I just feel like with the theming, it's just is is a difficult pill for me to swallow for picking it to win a best. I love that it's like it's different. You know, I love things that are different, challenging the brackets or whatever. But I just think it's almost a little too different to where it doesn't do it it doesn't do a lot for me, Hmm. you know, and I think there are better examples of this kind of like movie or whatever that could have been. But that's I mean, but that's besides the point we already did honorable mentions. We already talked about that. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's my piece about it. I just I don't know if I can swallow that pill. Damn, it's a big pill. So I will say in terms of the music, I would rather listen to a music full of Elton John singing than a musical full of Russell Crowe singing. They also feel the same. I don't know. So something I want to throw out. This is crazy. Russell Crowe like was in a band. What? Yeah. Like he can he can actually sing. He's just not like a stage singer. 
I don't understand what happened. That's crazy. There is nothing on earth I wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Jumping into like some of the production pieces of Les Mis is like such a fascinating rabbit hole to fall down. Yeah. Obviously, it's really impressive the kind of live commitment that they had. Mm-hmm. But then there were just like really weird things that some of the actors were doing. <laughs> Like Hugh Jackman was dehydrating (laughs) himself for days. Yeah. God, Hollywood's so unhealthy. I don't understand why those things happened. It's It's so so strange. Hollywood stuff is weird. You could like production behind the scenes for every movie. It's wild. But like, it's an interesting point with Les Mis and Rotel Dorado. They're both like did very different like things for its time and are very different for like our bracket because like Les Mis with all the live stuff in the production and Rotel Dorado with its choice to not have like the characters sing and all that and be an animated film which is awesome that it's in the finale for that and I I don't know (laughs) I think I I think I think it's kind of an interesting conversation to have of like neither of these movies had an exceptional impact like it's not like movie musicals suddenly started like live recording voices and it's not like road to eldorado mm-hmm. i mean i guess road to eldorado <laughs> was the blueprint that dreamworks followed but i think like that's not necessarily in, from in, in the my opinion yeah oh uh, yeah because uh, yeah. i think some people maybe agree with disagree with me on that. yeah i might tentatively <laughs> but, disagree but like I, I think it sets up a lot of the pieces that dreamworks sure. come back comes back to again and again and again for sure i can see that did do you have more to say on the production piece matthew I, I just think it's like it's one of those things that you, I do think you have good performances in Les Mis. It's just they're marred by these really weird choices with mm-hmm. like the they want it. They they the commitment to this grand vision was so important that I think some of the musical elements suffer. And I, I mentioned I've been listening to soundtracks um, for like a month now and listening to like cast recordings that are like have whatever professional editing afterward, et cetera, mm-hmm. like that aren't from the movie. It's just so strange. Like they're just like weird quirks in the music from Les Mis and like other pieces that are just like so I don't know. Like I think yeah. the music I've said this before, the music suffers for it, but I just like think it's such a fascinating hill mm-hmm. to die on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's I just think, so yeah. crazy. <laughs> and, and I agree. I, I definitely agree with that. I think I, I r- r- like it or respect it for its willingness to try to do that and its willingness to try to break that mold with it. And I think that's why like part of me enjoys it and can look past majority of those mistakes. I, I realize that Les Mis is not a perfect movie by any means. Um, <laughs> but this but, is what we have to deal with in the but bracket. But this is what we have to deal with in the bracket. And, and, I mean, I but I feel the same about Rotel Dorado, obviously. Like, it's it's not a perfect movie. Um, I think we can all, all agree for Slander. both of those. And so... <laughs> Slander. Libel. It's libel if it's written. Oh, I've, I've been writing it all down. I have a stenographer with me in this <laughs> tiny closet. He pans over to the left. And they're just... <laughs> <laughs> i should have a pocket stenographer that'd be fun that'd be really funny were you gonna finish your point which or was, which that, was that was that no, was it, that, that was the, you're, you're ending it there with roughly i think we'd all agree that belt road out there i think also we all yeah we can agree that both these like films have issues and we even like have talked about you know other picks that might have done better and whatever in a bracket but like we're here and they're not going to be like perfect, whatever, by any means. But I think, you know, for what they are is, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. So obviously I demonstrated a great love for the Rodel Dorado in our last episode. 
Right. Um, I think it, it plays with musical conventions in interesting ways. Obviously, you, you sort of disagree with that, Jake, which is okay. Yeah. There's just this, this piece of my heart of hearts. Rogues. That <laughs> roguish leads yeah. co- combined with it's tough to be a god is yeah. literally <laughs> such plays, a good it song. It plays to you. Yeah, it plays to you. It's just so fascinating to me that like that choice is such a powerful decision to me to have one of the few songs that occur diegetically not fit musical convention is really fascinating. Um, And I think it works like in context of these characters really, really well. Um, And I just think that that's something that's so cool about what Rodel Dorado does. Yeah, it's just so catchy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that song works. It's I, I like that song. Um, I just, you know, it, I, I wonder how this movie would be if they actually let the characters sing. Like, I don't let know. Chell, it, let Chell sing, let the villain have a song. I feel like it'd be so it's, fun. It's really interesting, like awesome. especially because the soundtrack as it's released is all Elton John. So, like, yeah. it's even, like, it's tough well, to be I a think god he, is yeah. covered by Elton John on the official soundtrack, which yeah. I like that version mm-hmm. much less than the one in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's, like, I do agree a little bit. Like I love Elton John as a musician. Um, it would be a super interesting thought experiment to have someone go through and like do like a covered cast recording or something. What if it? Oh my god! What if it's like an opposite thing where like they were starting to record, they were gonna have the character <laughs> sing, and then they realized like Shell sounded like shit. They're just like, they're just like, no, 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 Elton, just do it, please, please. We're gonna cut everything else. We're gonna have you sing all the songs. Yeah, they no, were no, gonna no, have no. the character sing, and then Elton John sang them for like the soundtrack version, and they were like, we'll just use these. We'll just, just use put these. them in. We don't want to do this live. No, 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 no. I just think it would have been so much cooler to see like the the witch doctor and like the conquistador even have a song. That'd be so fun. Or like Shell or even the other chief. Like I just wanted them to sing and I wanted them to have more of a, ah, I don't know. Sure. If it's like a movie musical, I just feel like I wanted these characters who felt like they could be more interesting, have their moments, have their big like whatever moment. Hmm. But you know, that's... Part of the gig, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So something I, I kind of want to pose is something you really like in musicals, because I know you, I guess you do like Les Mis and also like Hamilton. Do you like that almost like hybrid operatic style where there's like all the dialogue is also saying like, is that your preference over cutting between music and song or speaking and singing? Um, no, I, I, I think I like both. I think if I'm settling into a movie musical, I almost expect it to always like be the singing, but I don't mind like, cause I, I love like the Muppets and that's like breaking sure. apart and like whatever. Rocky Horror, I, I you like, also love very much, which love Rocky Horror. Only, yeah. <laughs> I love like the, like Princess and the Frog. Like, and it's, like I do like the other stuff. Prince of Egypt. Oh, um, that's true. There's so many good movie musicals. <laughs> No, it's an interesting question. Yeah, I don't think it's a condemnation. I think that that's like a really impressive style. Absolutely. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to yeah. make a whole story. And do I'm that. sure doing it as a movie is even more exhausting because Jesus, I yeah. don't know. I know you two have worked on sets <laughs> and you guys are there for so many hours. That's crazy, man. <laughs> are, are these people just yeah, singing hour after, hour after hour after hour? Tom Hopper, Tom Hooper, whatever, just sings his direction. It's crazy. <laughs> he does the same thing. <laughs> you're actually, you're not allowed cats. to speak on set. It's only, <laughs> uh, it's only singing on set. Bricks flying in. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. 
Guys, should anyway. we do a musical episode where we sing the whole time? That's a terrible idea. Never That'd mind. be our bonus um, episode, and it's five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Ghost Rider. Do we have, do we have any big points? <laughs> um, I think we talked about most of what I wanted to talk about. You are you are I'm the in between for, here, for dominating Matt. the conversation. Um, no, you, it was only at the very beginning, Alex. You're good. But you're saying I yeah. did dominate the conversation. Well, at the beginning, you you went beginning. on a little bit of a monologue like that. It happens. We've all done it, guys. I'm sorry, Alex. Trying there to pull will your be heartstrings, Matthew. There will be no pity here. Matthew's growing. Matthew's growing. He's growing three times his size. Oh, God. I'm getting bigger. One could say. <laughs> Hint, 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 oh, hint, hint. I forgot about that. <sighs> wow, that's so exciting. Uh, can we vote so we can introduce the next bracket? I'm so excited. Yeah, I think so. Let's do a little votey. Ooh, a little vote. Okay, I'll start because I'm probably pretty obvious. I'm voting for the Rotel Dorado. Yeah, um, I am voting for Les Miserables. It all comes down to this. I am voting for... The Rotel Dorado. Wild. I, I think that there's super impressive production pieces. And honestly, for me, the impressiveness of the production set design and other things are what carried Les Mis to the finals. Like, I think it's a super impressive musical. It's just the I the music I don't enjoy as much, um, which is a, you know, a big piece of this. Sometimes like we'll, we'll get to the finals and like it'll be a clear like, OK, there's two of us and then one person's in the middle and we like talk about it. And like, sometimes I feel like, oh, dang, I didn't defend it as much as I could. But I genuinely feel good about how I defended Les Mis and like what this conversation was. So like, I'm fine with it. Uh, audience, you can decide if you're fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know if you're not. I know one person who's going to be unhappy. Um, I know ooh. many people who are going to be pretty happy. So I think it balances out. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of utilitarian philosophy, right. it does balance out. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I go ahead. Congrats to Road to El Dorado, you sneaky scamp. You did it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think that thank you is more directed at the beauty and majesty that is DreamWorks Animation Studio. <laughs> you got there. You All got right, there. Guys, you got um, there. <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Uh, but we still got one big announcement the next bracket that's right <laughs> the theme yeah. for our next bracket <laughs> is big big movies movies with big things in them big title big thing um we got some real fun ones we're playing fast and loose here guys <laughs> fast and fucking loose <laughs> Get ready for a bumpy ride. So, <laughs> wow. Very funny. Um, I picked Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Big Food. And I picked <laughs> Pacific Rim, Big Monsters and Robots. And I picked uh, The Big Sick. The sickness <laughs> is, is, is it's big. It's in the title. You're fine. You're fine. It's in the title. He, he do be sick, though. Um, Pro Mare. Nice. Uh which is a Japanese film. Uh, there are big robots, big fires, and big destruction. And finally, destroy all monsters. Hell yeah. 1968. Hell yeah. I love kaiju movies. This is the grand big fight of all of them. Every monster, every big thing. Sweet deal. Jake, go ahead. They're all here. It's smash. Um, 
<laughs> okay, I picked Big Hero 6. It's in the title. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> cheaper by the dozen. Big family. Big old, big old family. Love and it so much. Big man Japan. Uh, I almost don't want to say anything about this movie. It's a wild ride. It's a Japanese don't. film. I know nothing about it. <laughs> it's, it's a who we're going to have some fun. I hope it goes up against Something. all of these. Nice. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Letterbox at Tough Cut Pod. Um, we will be tweeting and Instagramming our uh, matchups uh, for next week. So stay well, tuned. They guys. might be hit with a little bonus episode before the bracket. We'll see. A, a Do not forget episode. our name. Do not forget <laughs> us. The Tough Cut. <laughs> okay, it's crazy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>